Hi, I am Coach Emilio. Welcome to the Escuela del Sur. If you are a sports coach, do you want to find more freedom in your decisions and opportunities and find solutions in the day-to-day -day work of your profession? This podcast is for you. I will tell you from my experience as a coach in Dubai and interviews with coaches around the world, the habits, techniques, valuable background, and tools that can guide you and give you more results with less effort. I invite you to give your coaching career more possibilities and confidence in the competitive world of sport. Listen to our episode to get ideas to optimize your professional profile with continuous improvement so you can get more results, improving your quality of life along with your profession and your passion. We start. Welcome to Escuela del Sur from Ukraine, Vasily Yashenko. Welcome, Signore. How are you doing? Good morning. Great. Everything is fine. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you are upset this interview. Uh, we prepare a lot of material that means be ready for this interview because we need to say a lot of things. Huh? We need to share in a lot of knowledge from your experience. Uh, please tell to the listeners and viewers who you are, your background. Okay, so my name is Vasil Leshenko. I'm 24 years old coach, gymnast, hope still. <laughs> uh, I was doing gymnastics things I turned to four years old, like most of gymnasts. <laughs> I really fell in love with the sport and year by year I keep uh, love, I keep and I love the sport more and more and more. Uh, this entire life you follow this and you practice the sport. Like okay, I mean... 20 years is a lot of time. Yeah, it's already 20 years yeah, and it's just like uh, so fast. My point is, when I started the gymnastics, uh, I straight away fell in love. My mom uh, brought me to gymnastics because I broke my arms four times. <laughs> it was three times left and one time right. I always keep falling consistently day by day. And she told me that she decided... You need to do something. <laughs> yeah, you need to do it in a safe way. That's why she brought me to gymnastics. and. Uh, after all the days, after all the series, I don't regret it at all. Um, it was a bit sad to realize that I need to finish with gymnastics career when I'm still young and still able to do something. To keep more. Yeah. yeah. But when I start to be coach, mm -hmm. I feel like I love gymnastics more than any moment of my life and that's what I so I feel that I'm doing something right I remember when I just came to the gym and it uh, smells like a chalk and sponge and now I can recognize this smell anywhere my first coach was Arsenio Ludmila Nikolaevna and it's a family. So most of my coaches, they are like they have sport family. So the full family in gymnastics, mm. and her husband and her son, 
it's one of the best coaches in Ukraine. I think so. Uh, they both were my coaches, and now they're trainers in Kuwait. Oh, really? They train for national team because we left Ukraine almost at the same time. It was three years ago. So. Oh, and the city? Where's the city? Is Kirovograd? Right. It's Kirovograd, yes. and now it's called Kropivnik. 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 Yeah. It's close to Kiev. It's 300 uh, kilometers or 300. five hours away. The Arsenia one, the Nikolaevna, she was my first coach and I think she did the most important thing. She made me fall in love with gymnastics. And why? This is the question. Why? It's a good question. I don't think it has exactly one answer because it's exactly about individual approach. It's about exactly about something special for everybody. Yes, of course you can general kids like to jump, to run, to get fun. And this is amazing when you can get fun in the trampoline. Everybody likes jumping in the trampoline. <laughs> when you can play in a sponge pit, when you spend a lot of time in the gym with other kids, which is usually became your friends because gymnastics takes a lot of time. I mean, like you consistently need to spend three, four hours per day when you became older, and it's so much time which you have to spend with other gymnasts. So you became very close to them, and usually they became friends mm -hmm. for a long time. And still, the point is, my coaches they moved me to the let's say that high level. That so older team very early. So all gymnasts in that team were older me than three, four years, oh, yeah. and I was the youngest one. And we became friends. And since that time. It's, uh, I was nine years old and can imagine like nine I still don't understand a lot of things and they like turn to 13 14 years old they already start to you know, it's a different maturity yeah a different maturity. interest this point between 10 years old to 14 years old is a huge yeah. difference yeah it's a huge difference and uh, after that most of my friends uh, they were older than me so I don't know what exactly they saw, but it was might be just uh, just happened like that, mm. and I didn't have a choice. Maybe if I stay with a younger team, my life <laughs> changed a bit more because I spent with that people, with those people, a lot of time, and uh, we were spending time outside. I mean, like we really became friends. Still, mm. we're friends, and now. They doing a lot of different things. They finish with gymnastics. One of them pilot. One of them sailor. One of them uh, still stay. Like it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, like now we're in different uh, fields. Yeah. Fields. A different part of the world. But we're still friends because I know that I can always I can always feel support from them. Yeah. yeah. Take some contact. Yeah, we keep in touch. It doesn't matter how much time. This is the best thing. Oh, this is a real friends when you can. Be away for six months for one year, but then when you saw each other, it's it's like yesterday. Yeah, yeah.
That's great. And how, in what point when you were a kid, you start to see this highway for go to high performance? How was the time, the timeline? When you start to see I train more hours per day, I train more days per week, I have competition. How was your travel and the high performance? Okay, I will mention all my coaches. Please. I think I have six mm-hmm. really coaches and I was training with also a lot of different. So my first coach, like I mentioned, was Lina Kalayana. I was training with her until nine years old. Then I moved to the next coach, uh, which was Majewski Vasily Vasilievich. And I was training with him more than five years. It was a long time. He did a lot of good, great job. He has two sons, which is also became a master of sports. So he he's having also in this field. Then I feel like this coach uh, cannot give me more. He couldn't uh, give me more time and he couldn't give me more knowledge about gymnastics. So I asked if I can move to next step because I know that and I feel that with other coach I can reach more. more. And I remember next coach, it's Yaroslav Gonchirenko Yaroslav Adimovic. He's uh, coaching in Dubai. I really inspire. He's a great coach. He's a really great coach. Um, I really appreciate him a lot. I didn't train with him for a long time. It was maybe around three, three months. Mm-hmm. But he gave me something which still stay with me. He gave me some disciplines. He gave me some technical. But I remember it was a lot of technical work, <laughs> and wow. it's like just three months, almost no skills, just technical, and it's uh, gave me a lot of benefits later. After that, uh, in Ukraine, when you want to reach more, you have to go to Olympic base, and because only that place you can put yourself and you spend full your time for gymnastics but not too many places where you can do that and I think I was around 10 years old when I first time came to Olympic base which is in a train under Kiev next to the Kiev it's Konchas uh, Aspa this Olympic base was built um, for Olympic Games in Moscow, 1980s, and since that time, it's one of the best Olympic base, and it's a great place. I really love it. I spent there not one year, and most of national teams training there. Everybody knows it. It's an amazing place with the forest, lake, and you spend eight, nine hours per day just with the training. So, I went there with, and you cannot get there just, just for an evening. Like you can get there only by invitation. So I got this invitation, and anyway, you need to pay some expenses because first time, if you're younger, our government supports gymnasts, which is like unusual 
now in the world because uh, usually you keep pain, 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 and then when you get high level, maybe it's gonna pay you back. In our country, you can do gymnastics for free if you are capable, if you are talented, if you show result. Government gives you this option, this opportunity to do it for free. So first time, uh, my godfather, he helped me. He paid for, uh, it was summer camp, mm -hmm. and he paid for first months. So I went there, I spent time, I saw how train um, Ukrainian national team, gymnast on the highest level, Olympic championship. And this was like really something that encouraged me. And then I came back after one year, but it already was for free. So it was officially invitation and government with full government support, which is was amazing. And I went there with Davidov Yuri Nikolaevich. And he had his own gymnast, so it was uh, just coach from my town. He, he has a lot of experience, he had a passion, just we were training him the same, like I said, it's not, it wasn't for a long time, but we found the way how we can train together and it was nice. After, the point is, all the time when I was on Olympic base, I, I didn't train with the coach, with the same coach, let's say like this. During my training, I had six coaches and I felt all this different approach from them. I felt when coach tried tries to make you afraid of him more than you're afraid of gymnastics, than you're afraid to do something, because you all time feel this challenging, you all time feel that you want to do it, but you feel like something stopped you. And for a short time, sure it works. I mean, like when you feel that you're afraid to coach more than to do something, you just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. But at the end of the day, you start to hate it and this is shouldn't be like that because a lot of gymnasts finish because of this reason that mean the, the career of gymnast sometimes uh, what who you start you start to love the sport and either the high performance show you the hard face of the, the training every day and some of the gymnasts start to feel like it's, I want to give up, yes, is what we were talking the other day, yes, or injuries or the system. And how was for you, what are you still doing when you saw all these things? What, what was your motivation for keep going? That's funny. It was, it was National Ukrainian Championship mm -hmm. and Really, just it's, it was a surprise for me because I was going to choose what I need to do. It was uh, at the end of my education at school, and I had to choose 
wanted to go to university and became a, a professional. Yeah. yeah. But I had I applied to two university. First, it was uh, agronomy. So in Ukraine, as everybody know knows, we have uh, like really good land mm-hmm. and it's uh, a lot of farms and this is something what everybody loves in our country and also since I was young I went to, to the village and I love it I, I feel I was, it's something what I love, would like to do but like I say it was uh, end of my education and I got two first place it was it was on a home course and it was bars. Really, it was so random. <laughs> I mean, like, this was exactly the situation when you just do everything right and everybody just fall, 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 and you just by accident became a first. Now, the question is what is your favorite apparatus? Your favorite enemy? It's a good question. My favorite apparatus is exercise floor. Also, I think I'm good enough on the parallel bars mm-hmm. and the high bar. High bar, I really love it. And once I got this uh, option, chance to prove it, it was uh, international competition. It was uh, Lilia Bakapaeva, just a couple of Lilia Bakapaeva. And it was 17 countries. And I got second place, and I remember that moment when I became a second. And it was it's my it was my first international competition, like in the high level. I was 17 years old, and it was really big competition because a lot of uh, high performance gymnasts were there. And I remember that feeling when you came to. gym to platform to podium and you see these high ceilings and you feel when you start to like kind of you want to shake you don't understand what's feeling and this is what's amazing and I feel like I, I'm in the right place I deserve to be there and I that day uh a little bit fucked up. I I was doing my best floor, but I did so stupid mistake on the floor, and <clears throat> I couldn't go to final. I didn't uh, qualify for the set floor. I, I by accident qualify for only high bar, and of course I need to put all myself to to prove that I. They got that place not just because I'm Ukrainian and it was in Ukraine. So I just most of my achievement and let's say regard was because I just did everything smoothly. I didn't do anything crazy, and this is one of very important thing because. You can get high level, you can get 
real result only if you regular delivery high quality performance so it's a lot of situation when somebody just shoot once and then he disappeared or he or she disappeared only if you really delivery result time by time day by day only in this case you can reach let's say for example consistency yeah consistency because even if you take Olympic games like a lot of people in this country I want to be Olympic champion yeah but just to get there can you imagine which way you need to pass just officially to get all this license it's uh, it's more than 10 years just work every day and then you need to prove it on competition against other people do the same 10 years where yeah. they spend a lot of days and training hours but you remember when we were talking about uh, you say that incredible friends I, I will put this on the title of the you don't know how many people you know only you hear success stories but you don't hear how many people fell on the on the, on the way if we go to the yeah because everybody was doing the same suddenly the same but just somebody was lucky. Somebody was in the right place in the right moment and made right decisions. So, last of my coach, it was main coach of a national Olympic uh, team, mm-hmm. national Ukrainian team. It was Sartinsky Gennady Ludvikovic. It's, it's a coach. Uh, for Lake Verneuve and I was training under his yeah, yeah. decision support yeah. and obviously if you're a coach if you're a national Ukrainian team coach you have a lot of things you have a lot of same gymnasts yeah. yeah and my coach stay in my town so after a long time, I was training there more than two years. In general, I spent on Olympic base for sure more than five years, around these five years. But I was in the national team for two years. And during these two years, I was training with main coach. Mm-hmm. and. I feel myself a little bit alone when you just got a task mm-hmm. and you need to do it. But that's another thing. When you have a lot of coaches, you can feel all the different approach and you can find the best for yourself because everybody needs different things. But if at the end of the day, you don't feel this protection, you don't feel that somebody this guy can, can defend you. Mm-hmm. Um, you, start to, you start to lose something. Mm-hmm. You start to understand that... I'll give you an example. I was training for two years and I got not too many competitions. I don't know why, but they put me to prepare. They put me in a list 
and I was going to prepare for looking competition in the US to Bundesliga in France and Germany all the time and it was like a lot of times but when it's like one week before competition or a few days before competition just they told me you're not going there and this is exactly the time when you want to feel that somebody behind you uh, because you cannot ask the questions because you're just a gymnast you cannot decide because when you're a national team so that's happened with me I was asking too many questions and I didn't hear answers from nobody yeah I mean like it's always was keep trying keep doing and you will get it mm-hmm. but can you imagine this feeling when you I cannot keep imagine. training like for three months then again three months and every three months mm-hmm. you want to go to competition and uh, when it's Ukrainian championship you deliver mm-hmm. so every Ukrainian championship I got some results some medals so I hope I prove enough I'm sure but when you go want to want to go somewhere else when you want to see the world you know what I understand when we're talking about for me I'm very clear with that about my philosophy of coaching if I will tell you don't go I give the answers why because you deserve the information because how you can test okay I do this wrong or I don't do this enough and the coaches give you all the national team give you I know everyone is busy and all it's, it's everything rush but give the information say why because if you receive the information you have your duel you're, it's like a duel if it's like someone died yes and you say okay I understood maybe I didn't do enough in this apparatus I don't have the difficulty yeah. I don't have I, I didn't prepare the skill support the team for the point or oh, the execution is not enough that you have the answers but if someone tell you look you don't go we don't talk about the structure but we're talking about coach and gymnast yes okay. the gymnast deserve the information because you're honest with your gymnast and you talk front of you and say you don't go for that and it's something I want to make very sure and clear on the podcast and more in this Escuela del Sur philosophy it's like you deserve the answer because you work hard That mean you need the bill. You need the bill for say, okay, I'm not going for this. But I, I'm very glad you're sharing this experience. You know, because some other gymnasts can hear your story, and they feel, oh, this not only happened to me. This happened also for one coaches in Abu Dhabi, and uh, this is not only one situation in one part of the world. It's in different places. That what happened. I just asked some questions, mm-hmm. and it's was question about how can I become better and what do I need to do to to get the results to be there there. and the answer was you're not able to ask questions and I always can feel it so this is at the moment when you coach that's why you need to have a coach And and well the episode has come to an amazing end 
thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next time on the podcast for Coaches of the World, Escuela del Sur. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a five-star rating and check out all the episodes available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, LinkedIn and YouTube as Escuela del Sur. See you next time.